You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and PC on the air with you here on a Wednesday as we talk the world of sports for the next two hours. A busy show lined up for you this afternoon. We'll kick things off with their first guest coming up in about 20 minutes is Rob Howe from Hawkeye Nation. We'll stop by. We're going to talk certainly a lot about the Iowa basketball team after media day happened on Monday. And, of course, football with this week, a road trip to Indiana for the Hawkeyes. Back-to-back road games. And the numbers in back-to-back road games historically in college football, they're not pretty. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the program today. Then later on in the 4 o'clock hour, Pete Mundo will be stopping by at about 4.40. We'll talk Big 12 football with Pete, get his thoughts on Iowa State and the great performance out of Brock Purdy, what we saw last Saturday on the road against Oklahoma State, Iowa State welcoming West Virginia. We'll get into that more with Pete Mundo at 4.40. The 5 o'clock hour, Ian Castleberry will be by. We'll preview the NL and ALCSs coming up starting on Friday with the Brewers and Dodgers game one. And then on Saturday, Red Sox Houston at the Red Sox last night. Dispatch of the New York Yankees and do it in a very, very fun fashion. Then from there, Jimmy B will stop by here late in the program, probably about 525 or so. If you missed it yesterday, our big announcement, some changes in our local programming Going to start things up a little bit earlier every day. Ken Miller and myself will be on the air each and every day starting Monday at 11 o'clock. We'll start the day just a little bit earlier, 11 a.m. until 1 o'clock. Then from 1 until 2, Jimmy B and TC. And then the drive home will be a little bit different as Wolfgang, who you've heard on the airwaves with me the last couple of years from time to time. He's going to jump in and be on a full-time road and a role. Certainly very excited about that, having Wolfgang in here, bringing his perspective to things. think it's going to be a lot of fun and continue to bring you programming, dealing with sports. That's what we do here, and we will continue that. Real sports talk for real sports fans on 1700. Some other changes we'll announce later on in the week. And, uh, well, speaking of sports, I think people are going to be very excited what we have on the works. We'll continue with all the high school sports that we have this week. Des Moines Roosevelt looks to keep their playoff hopes alive as they bring in undefeated Ankeny Centennial. That's our Central Iowa game of the week for week number eight of the schedule. And next week, it's crazy. The regular season will conclude week nine. On paper right now, we have Waukee hosting Johnston, more than likely for the district championship. Depending on how things go, we could flex out of that but I think the real possibility is we will be in Waukee to see the Warriors and Dragons for a game of the week in week number nine, right into the playoffs after that, all the way through the Unidome. We have you covered with full play-by-play on 1700 all throughout the playoffs. With that, let's get into it today and want to go to a couple of different avenues. Jimmy B is going to stop by later. We're going to talk some NBA with him. I got to get his thoughts on win totals. Brinson, Look, he thinks he's a gambler. He's not a gambler. I mean, come on. Jimmy B, you can't get a nickel out of that guy's pocket. He he wouldn't gamble, even if it was a sure thing. He's just not that kind of guy. But I am. He knows the NBA. I give him a hard time. We do Jimmy B's crappy NBA minute. We have a chuckle about it. But really, he does know the league, and he knows it incredibly well. So I'm going to pick his brain on some win totals. 
maybe some prop bets that are out there as we are less than a week away now from the kickoff of the NBA calendar and, and the Jimmy Butler deal. I'll get to that here in a moment up in Minnesota. So, of course, he asked for a trade from there. He shows up at practice today. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. But right now, I want to start at the top here and just get an overview of what Iowa and Iowa State are going to see this week on the football field. And for the Cyclones after that win, the excitement level is ratcheted back up. And I've said it before, and I'll continue saying it. The fan base, the way that they buy in, the way they support their program, it is as good as you're going to find in college athletics. It's incredible what the people of Ames and the Iowa State community, the way that they continually support their team. This had the makings of a season with a ton of hope. In my decade and a half of doing this, maybe the most hope I have ever seen for Iowa State that just wasn't driven by the fan base or by coaches selling you a bill of goods. You could see it on paper, what they returned, what they had back. It looked like a real possibility that Iowa State had a chance this season to take yet another step forward. And after game one was lost to South Dakota State with the thunderstorm. And after that, it just, the schedule, it got odd. You had floating around, what were they going to do with that game? Who are they going to bring in? Who would they replace it with? During that time, you also had West Virginia and the NC State game. A couple weeks later, that was going to be moved around. What was going to happen? That was the week three matchup. There was so much going on at that time. Iowa State doesn't get the victory against Iowa. Offensively, we talked about the struggles. I mean, going back, it feels like a million years talking about that game. And then Oklahoma after that. And the 0-2 start. Then what happened in the Akron game and, of course, the tragedy with the Iowa State women's golfer and what happened there. It was just, there was so much oddness. You looked at the three-game slate they had coming up. TCU and Oklahoma State back-to-back on the road and West Virginia. Three games they weren't going to be favored in, but could they find a way? And until they got the job done against Oklahoma State last week, it was incredibly difficult to, to reason that this team was going to live up to those expectations, that they were going to take a step forward from what they were a year ago. You could still find six, seven wins and get that bowl eligible, but I think the excitement is back in a big way, and the possibility of a special season is still there for the Cyclones. West Virginia's good. They're always good offensively. Under Holgo, they're going to be able to put points on the board. The difference this year is they have a little bit of a defense. It's not a great defense. It's not one that you're going to be talking about. You're not going to be bouncing your kids on your knee telling about the time I saw the 2018 West Virginia Mountaineer defense. That, that's never going to be the case. But they made enough improvement on that. Offensively this year by S&P. S&P is a measure of data that looks at adjusted scoring average, some different things in there in terms of tempo. That's what it puts together. And you can look at things and rate them in different ways. This is going deeper than just looking at points per game yards per game, even yards per play. This is taking it a step further. And Bill Connolly, who does the work for SB Nation, we've had him on these airwaves before. He's as good as you're going to find an analytic mind in the world of college football. West Virginia this year, he currently has them ranked 11th in his overall S&P ratings. Offensively, 7th. Okay, again, no surprise there with what they do offensively. Defensively, though, they're 47th. They're 47th this season. That's a step ahead what they were going to be, what, what I anticipated the Mountaineers were going to be this season. That's the reason when people are talking about them 
being a Big 12 contender. The reason that people are putting West Virginia in the same boat as Oklahoma, I wasn't a believer because I didn't think the defense could make that big of inroads this season and doing it after losing six starters from a year ago. Well, a big reason for that is what's happening in the middle. Kenny Bigelow, their big defensive tackle, highly ranked kid out of USC, grad transfer. He has stuffed up the middle and allowed the guys behind him to be making plays, doing their thing. They play the 3-3-5. They play different style of defense that you see. And they've had big game-breaking plays because of that. Coupled with Will Greer, came in from Florida. He's been outstanding. You know the numbers that he put up a year ago. Where he threw for 34 touchdowns against 12 interceptions, 3,500 yards. He's back. The offense is humming along. But the defense has just become at least above average. And with that, he got the makings of a good team. But not an unbeatable team. Not a team that certainly any Iowa State fans should be nervous about what they're seeing. Concern about what the Mountaineers are going to put on the field. This is another winnable game. And you get a victory here, and you're sitting at 3-3 three and three going into that final stretch. After the bye week and the final six games, it's looking real pretty for Iowa State. Texas Tech, Cyclones have had their number. They played incredibly well. Kansas, though better, come on. You get Baylor at home. Now, the Texas game does look more difficult. Kansas State after that's a train wreck. And then, of course, Incarnate Word, the makeup game at the end of the season. With the victory here, it is certainly suddenly not a stretch to say this team is going to improve on the 7-5 and five regular season that they had a year ago. And they'll go into a bowl game at 8-4 and four and a possibility to improve on what they did a year ago with that bowl victory and do it an even better bowl game than what they played a season ago in the Liberty Bowl and move up that pecking order. You know how Iowa State fans travel, how they support the program. It's all in front of them. And this game, it's a winnable game against West Virginia. Love the Cyclones coming up this week. From there to Iowa. They go on the road for the second consecutive week, this time against Indiana. Now the Hoosiers are a touch better than what you see out of Minnesota. Minnesota starting a true freshman at quarterback and Zach, Zach Onyxted. He's all right. I mean, he's fine. And he'll get better as the time goes on. But after they lost Shannon Brooks in the preseason, before the season began, part of their two-headed running back. And then a couple weeks ago, they lose Rodney Smith. And then they lose Antoine Winfield, their best defensive back. That was a walking wounded team. This Indiana squad is better. Better than what you saw. And you couple with it being back-to-back road games. I think that's something that leaves some concern. Now, this is not an Indiana team that you think of a couple years ago. I mean, the Hoosiers were running strong, and they had Jordan Howard in the backfield, and maybe the best offensive line in the Big Ten at the time. It was a different look. Their quarterback this season has taken a step forward in Peyton Ramsey. Good quarterback. The other part of it, though, Peyton Ramsey can run a little bit. This will be a true dual-threat quarterback that I was going to see. They've worked to get more speed on the field. We see Imani Hooker out there playing the outside linebacker spot. That would make sense in general against a team that's going to do a lot of RPO, the run-pass option. You're going to see that. But the problem is their running back. they got a true freshman running back in Stevie Scott. And if you haven't seen this guy, he's a monster. 
He's 6'2", 6'3", 240 pounds. He's a load. Mighty Hooker's a good tackler. Very good tackler for a safety. But at a linebacker spot, it'll be interesting to see how Iowa combats this. You couple that with no starting middle linebacker, that's at least started games for you. Mighty Jones, who started game one and was replaced by Jack Hockaday. Jones won't be available this week for the first half after exiting the game in the final minute against Minnesota with the targeting penalty, coupled with Jack Hockaday, who will be out at the very least for this week with the knee injury. So that means Christian Welch, step on up. Jamon Colbert, you better be ready to go at the will spot. And then whatever they decide to do at the outside linebacker spot, this is a tough matchup. This is not the matchup from a week ago. A week ago, I was overly confident that I would be able to find a way, at the very least, to win that football game. This one, be concerned about this one, Hawkeye fans. Going to be tough. And to do it in the sleepy environment in Bloomington, we talk about it all the time. This road trip may be the oddest road trip that you have to take in the Big Ten. We'll see how the Hawkeyes respond. We'll respond right now by taking a break and talking more Hawkeyes on the other side with Rob Howe from HawkeyeNation.com. Our conversation with him coming up on the other side. Plenty to get into. We'll talk Hawkeye hoops. Preseason comes out today. A poll put on by a newspaper outfit out of Ohio. They do this every year as the Big Ten, for whatever reason, never releases the complete media day poll that comes out in both football and basketball. So they said, the heck with that. We'll go to beat writers and we'll make our own poll. Iowa preseason number 10 in the media poll. 10th in basketball for preseason. Even with everything they return, a lot of people aren't buying in. I'm finding myself in the same boat. Got to see it. Got to see it. We'll talk basketball and football on the Hawkeye side next. Rob Howe joins us as we continue on here on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. Cameras are everywhere, so why not stall some around your home? I recommend Maximus brand. They have floodlights and porch lights with a camera and motion sensor, easy installation. You can even talk live to the person at your door, plus HD video. Maximus, available at Costco. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. 
That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right. Right roofing. Napa know-how. Right now, five-quart jugs of Napa full synthetic motor oil are only $18.99. It protects your engine from sludge and extreme temperatures. But did you know it also protects our troops? Yep, with each purchase of Napa Full Synthetic for $18.99, a portion goes to the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 10-31-18. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. 
You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Trent kind of back with you on a Wednesday. Let's get right into it. Promised Rob Howe from HawkeyeNation.com. Eddie joins us here on a Wednesday. Rob, as we were talking about right before we came on the air here, very busy time with you. Four road games in the next five weeks for the Hawkeye football team and a little Iowa basketball media day. How are you surviving? <laughs> September was great. We have four home right. games. It was, you know, you know, we were just kind of relaxed, spent Sundays with the family. Now I was like a zombie on Sunday after the I did the one-day trip to Minnesota, so mm. that was my own fault. But Sunday was uh Sunday I was a zombie, tried to recharge a little bit, and then hit basketball media day on Monday, then football media availability yesterday, and uh, getting ready to go to Bloomington here. We'll leave on uh, Friday. I'm going to uh, go down a little bit early and uh, check out David Bell on Friday night down with Warren Central in Indianapolis, uh, talk to him a little bit, catch up with him, and uh, see what he looks like in person. For the uninitiated, he is the big-time wide receiver uh, out of Indianapolis, obviously. Ohio State involved, Purdue, Iowa, three of the main teams involved in his recruitment. You hear the Buckeyes, I think that makes most everybody concerned about him, and then you got the home state team there with Purdue. What's the likelihood he ends up a Hawkeye? I really think he's, you know, I guess it'd be tough to put a percentage on it. I'm not really good with those things. I just, I think Iowa's in it. Um, I don't think he's made up his mind. I'm not sure he's leaning anyway at this point. I really think he wants to let the process play out, take his official visits in December, and he may not sign in that December period. He may let it ride till till February. So we could be uh, we could be waiting a while to find out where he's headed. But I think I was right in there. I mean, Kirk and uh, uh, Kelton Copeland went and watched him during the bye week. They went to Indianapolis and saw him in person. So they're certainly doing everything on you know they can to to win him over. Um, and you know, which I'm sure we'll talk about. It looks like the Iowa receivers are taking a step forward, which he wanted to see this year. So. You know, if you're an Iowa fan, you just got to keep your fingers crossed and stay positive in this one. And, and like I said, I think Iowa's in it. Whether they'll win it, I don't know. And, and Iowa has a little bit more flexibility with the commitments that they have and going forward. And we saw with, with the attrition of this offseason, it happens every spring and summer, every single year at Iowa. So how many more guys do you think they're looking at coupled with December and then into the February signing period? Um, well, they're at, what, 15 now, I believe, verbals? Mm-hmm. Um, and recent classes have all been in the 20 to 25 range, so they'll probably end up there again. So I'd say a minimum five more okay. um, and possibly up to 10. So we'll have to see where they go in, in terms of that. I think defensive line is a position that they're focused on, Trent. Uh, you've got uh, Hesse uh, and Matt Nelson are seniors this year, Anthony Nelson, a junior. Um Cedric Lattimore, Jr., Brady Reefa, Jr., um, Epinesa could conceivably go after next year. So they've got to supplement that position a little bit. I think they're going to go heavy on that here uh, with, with some of the remaining scholarships that they have. Rob Howe joining us, HawkeyeNation.com. Rob, let's get to the here and now as this Iowa football team gets the win on the road against Minnesota. There were a few shaky moments, but at least to me, now admittedly I was there as a fan, not with you in the press box, so had a couple of grain belts in me. I was never really overly concerned uh, throughout that football game. Even when Minnesota cut it back 
you know, cut it to a touchdown, Amir Smith-Marset with a big kick return. It never felt like it was really in doubt for the Hawks. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there, Trent. I was maybe a little bit more concerned with, uh, you know, right before half, the ill-advised pass by Stanley, and then they, you know, you know, Minnesota cashes in on that and takes momentum into the locker room, and then Iowa comes back out and bounces back. Um and then the turnover, and they and Minnesota cashes in again and touch, you know, cut cuts it to seven. But it just seemed like Iowa was able to make the big play whenever it needed to. After that touchdown, Amir Smith Marset gets the big kickoff return, and and things kind of fell back Iowa's way there. So there were some uh oh moments in the game, but I would agree with you. I, I felt like Iowa was clearly the better team, um, and they would have had to have made even more mistakes than they did probably to lose that one. Let's uh, take that, and there were some injuries in the game. That uh, certainly has become a big component, coupled with the suspension of Amani Jones for the first half after he was ejected for targeting. Let's start at that linebacker spot. Christian Welch listed as the starter at middle linebacker. They still list Barrington Wade as a starter at the outside linebacker spot, but we saw Hooker play in that spot uh, throughout most of the game against Minnesota. How does linebacker shake out? Yeah, they're calling that position that Hooker's playing the star, uh, which is similar to what Michigan uses with, you know, what, they, what they've been using with that kind of a hybrid linebacker mm-hmm. uh, safety. So I, I have a feeling with this matchup with Indiana, and Indiana likes to use multiple, you know, three and four wide receiver sets. I think Hooker plays that position again to start the game with, with Welch in the middle um, and Colbert uh, on the inside. And then... Um, you know, uh, Geno Stone seemed he looked pretty comfortable out there on Saturday, so I think they feel maybe a little bit more comfortable about having him in at strong safety than they do at Barrington Wade at Leo right now. So I think that's probably the way they'll go. But I think what we saw at, at Minnesota Trent World, it was a lot of different packages, Nick, some nickel stuff, some dime stuff, depending on. I think this Iowa defense is one of the more versatile, especially in that back, you know, the, the, the back seven that that they've had in recent years. They've got some flexibility there, even with the injuries. And then it'll be interesting to see what happens um, in that second half if Amani Jones gets back in there at middle linebacker or they stick with Christian Welch. Kirk was kind of noncommittal on that uh, on Tuesday. With Indiana this week, it's going to be a team, we think of Indiana at least in recent history, you think about their offense, and they're pretty good over there. Certainly more balanced. Peyton Ramsey, their quarterback, a true dual-threat threat quarterback that can tuck it and run. Hasn't taken a ton of shots down the field, but he's been effective this year. And their freshman running back, uh, Stevie Smith, this kid's a load. Stevie Scott, he's a load. Yeah, what's he, 6'2", like almost 240. He yeah. is a house coming through there. And I kind of was thinking about that. I was talking with somebody earlier today about that. You know, I always had some issues with stopping the run on the inside. Um, and that, he's the type of guy that if they want to pound it up in there and spread Iowa out a little bit, I'll be interested to see how Iowa, especially with Hooker in there, how they respond to that. Um, and then, as you said, Ramsey is, a, is kind of a, a different animal. He's, he's, not, he's certainly not Trace McSorley, but he gives you that kind of element where he can you know, design runs or keep the play alive with his legs and moving outside, you know, moving the pocket around and getting outside. Um, and then they have, you know, they've had a pretty decent group of wide receivers. I think they've got eight or nine guys that have caught at least ten passes this year. So he spreads the ball around as well. So you're not like locked in on one receiver. So 
it's certainly a challenge for Iowa's defense, particularly with how banged it up it is. And then, you know, with the two true freshmen making their second start, most likely uh, at Indiana at cornerback. Offensively banged up, too, including the tight end position with Noah Fant exiting. Looked like he uh, took a hit to the head. Concussion protocol for him. Also, Ivory Kelly Martin. If those two guys aren't going to go, what do you expect to see out of this Iowa offense? Well, the good thing is there is depth at tight end, Trent, and even though um, you know it's not going to be close to what Noah Fan can give you as one of the best tight ends in the country, but um, they do have you know Weeding, they do have Sean Byer, they do have guys that can fill in there if needed, um, and I think a positive. Um, aspect that's come out of the last several weeks is the play of the wide receivers. I think it's mm-hmm. continually continuing to move forward, um, and you hope that what they did last week at Minnesota, they can take the next step this week and be more of a factor in this offense. And if you can get the wide receivers involved, along with a Hawkinson and, and Stan, if he's able to play tight end, and some versatility in the backfield, and the offensive line has been pretty pretty good this year, overall, particularly in uh, pass protection. Um, you know, I, I think that more the more versatility of the offense makes you feel a little bit more comfortable, even if they're without two of their best playmakers. Why isn't Torin Young getting more carries? Uh, I continue to scratch my head. I understand he doesn't have the breakaway speed that you'd see out of an Ivory Kelly Martin or Mackay Sargent, but it feels like, and, and just strictly looking at the numbers, at the very least he should be getting at least a couple more carries a game or a couple more series per game. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you on that trend. I don't think he played at all in the first half the other day. Maybe he, a, maybe he was in there for a play or two that I missed, but I don't remember. I know he didn't carry the ball in the first half. Um, and you would think that they would want to have a little bit more diversity in their running game. They just seem really committed to Ivory Kelly Martin when he's healthy. They want to run him a lot and see if they can get him in some type of a rhythm um, and then sprinkle Sargent in as well. Um, but I, I'm with you. I would like to see a little bit more of Torn Young, particularly if they're going to run that uh, outside zone to the short side of the field, yes. put a bigger back in there, and let him try to pound through if he sees a crease. But yeah, they've got that's one good, that's one thing that uh, you know if you're looking at this offense, they've not found the running game yet, and that's something I think we all thought would be there coming into this season. But for whatever reason. They've just not been consistent running the ball, and that's something they got to figure out here as we get into the, the colder weather and the, you know, and the, the time of the season where it's a little bit harder to throw the ball. Let's get into the basketballs. We're talking Hawkeyes right now with Rob Howe from HawkeyeNation.com on 1700. Rob, uh, media day on Monday. What did you learn? What, what was your biggest takeaway? I think they were humbled, Trent. Um, and sometimes you wonder that with the, the amount of confidence that, that basketball players have. And, and, and Fran McCaffrey has. He's always been a, a confident guy who, um, you know, speaks and, and builds his team up. I thought he was a little bit more guarded this time uh, than we've seen in recent years. I think there's more of a business-type approach to this thing, and that's not guaranteeing anything that will happen on the court. Um, but I think they really took an introspective look this offseason and said, hey, we can't keep doing what we're doing, and we need to figure out and do something differently. All the players talked about how much more of a focus there was on defense. Fran talked about how he's always been an offensive coach, and the, and the goal was to outscore the other team. That didn't work last year, so you have to adjust. And it seems like they've adjusted. Whether or not those that you know will change the results on the court remains to be seen, but I think they approached it the right way. And, and like I said, we'll have to see 
how it pans out when they actually get out on the floor. You know, until you see it, you just don't know defensively. It seemed like they said all the right things. And you mentioned Fran McCaffrey, and I laugh here about the Fran hyperbole and how far things can go. And this guy's an NBA player, and this guy can average 20 and on and on and on. But you're right, just listening back to, to the conversation, speaking on the defensive end, he's a guy that always has been an offensive guy. It seemed like they're taking a real look at the way that they're doing things. The the part about it, though, wouldn't it help to bring in some kind of defensive guru? John Beeline did that a couple of years ago. He swallowed his pride and handed over the keys to his defense. Wouldn't that made more sense than just banging your head against the wall and doing it with the same group again? I certainly could see that as a viable option, um, but I think we've talked about this. I will... I just don't see Fran moving on from any of his assistants unless they choose to move on. And I think he, whether right, it's right or wrong, he believes in these guys and he believes that they can teach these kids how to play defense. Even though they didn't do it last year, they, they researched it. They have a plan. They went back to basics on defense, you know, one-on-one drills, two-on-two drills, three-on-three, all the way up to five-on-five trying to work on the fundamentals of defense. And they've been around basketball long enough. I think these guys know how to teach defense. It's just a matter of putting their money, you know, putting it down and saying, not accepting anybody not doing what they're told to do and emphasizing it more in practice. This team, we've seen it, Trent. They'll be fine scoring. There are plenty of scoring options like on this team. But, you know, you talk about a guy like Cordell Pemsel. He dropped a bunch of weight. He talked a lot at media day about wanting to come in and focusing on defense first. Jack Nungy, a guy who floated around the perimeter too much for my liking last year, they've put him down on the block more. He's a longer guy that can block shots. They pushed Tyler Cook. And let's be honest, Trent, the, the key to this whole thing is Tyler Cook. He's sure. the best player on the team. He's got to play defense. He's got to put his heart into defense and leave these other guys behind him. Sure, there are limitations physically. With, with this team, they're, they're, they don't have a lot of lateral quickness and guys that are going to you know, lock people down on the perimeter. They've got to be good near the basket, and that comes down to Garza, Nunji, Cook, Nicholas Bear. Those guys have to be better in the paint. One other thing, and a note, it's for next basketball season, but this will be the final year of the Big Four Classic here in Des Moines, and figured, well... It'll just be another bye game for Iowa. Here comes uh, another matchup with Texas San Antonio. Instead, I will be playing a neutral floor game next season against Cincinnati in Chicago at the United Center. Hey, I've ripped the scheduling in the past. Here, at the very least, i got to tip my cap. Yeah, I like it. I mean, they didn't replace, as you said, they didn't replace the, the big four with a dud. Um, I still wish they would play the big four. Oh, heck, I still wish they would play at the McLeod Center and the yeah. Maps Center. Yeah. Uh, but those days are, are obviously gone. But at least they bring a marquee game in December, you know, in an NBA arena that can get fans going. Um, and, you know, historically here, in recent history anyway, that middle December has been kind of a wasteland. They'll play, you know, some decent teams in the ACC Big Ten or the Gavit games. But then as they gear up for the Big Ten season, it just it seems like it's a lot of those directional schools. So having a, a really marquee game in the middle of December when, when you know, Iowa fans are hopefully getting ready for a bowl game, I think it brings some more attention to basketball. And I think that's what they need. They're, I haven't got a direct count on it, Trent, but it, seemed like, it seems like there's been a, a, a big push 
to sell basketball tickets. I'm not sure basketball season ticket sales or ticket sales in general are doing very well. So this is a big year for that, too. And giving the fans hope with big games, marquee games like this, you got to do it. Good stuff, Rob Howe, HawkeyeNation.com. Rob, we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks before another long road trip for you, the longest, out to Penn State. Yeah, don't remind me. Thanks, Trent. <laughs> we'll see you, Rob Howe, joining us. Follow him on Twitter, at Rob Howe, HN, part of HawkeyeNation.com, Rob Howe. We get the timeout. We go from the Hawkeyes in the Big Ten to the Big 12 in Iowa State. Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports. He's next on 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Well, for tonight's going to be mostly cloudy and cold out there. Wind chill values dropping into the 20s by morning, a low temperature near 36. Then becoming mostly sunny to partly cloudy Thursday, it'll be a cool, breezy day and dry with a high temperature near 48. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. See who's at your door from anywhere on your phone, even after dark, with Maximus Security Lights. Talk live with them and get HD video of all the activity at your door. Download and share. Keep your family safe and home secure with Maximus Security Lights at Costco. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to purchase the gas station egg salad. Eat the gas station egg salad. And regret the gas station egg salad as you presented numbers to the board. <clears throat> to add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 egg salad minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to GEICO. Uh-oh. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. When it comes to tough, versatile workhorses, nothing compares to Kubota's full line of RTV Series utility vehicles. Kubota's RTV X-Series doesn't just lead the way on rugged dependability, it leads the pack. Right now, you can get zero down and 0% APR financing for up to 48 months or great customer instant rebates when you purchase a Kubota RTVX utility vehicle. Now through December 31st, 2018. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Your local dealers are Capital City Kubota in Des Moines and Sundown Equipment located just south of Des Moines in Bevington. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Nigget with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Nigget can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Nigget. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. 
This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Continuing on, Jimmy B and TC, 1700 KBGG. So we've talked about some changes to our local lineup coming up. We'll tell you about that a little bit more later on today. But right now, time to talk some Cyclones and the Big 12 as a whole with Pete Mundo from Heartland College Sports. Pete, good afternoon to you. Great to be here with you, Trent. What's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. Just uh, oh, yeah. getting through another week and getting excited for Iowa State's matchup for West Virginia. But before we get into that matchup, a, a look back. Brock Purdy. Uh, we knew Alabama was interested. We knew Texas A&M was interested going back to recruiting in in February. Did you anticipate anything like that, though? Uh, yeah, Trent. I would say that's a, that's a hefty no. I mean, just think back before the season. You got Kyle Kemp's coming back to the sixth year. We had seen Zeb Nolan play a little bit uh, last year at the end of the season. So you figure, okay, you got Kyle Kemp in the, in the you know, number one spot. You have Zeb Nolan as a backup. Brock Purdy, uh, probably not going to see the field. Maybe you can redshirt him if you want to or get him in a couple of games with the new redshirt rule. It was going to be a great setup. And, you know, once the season starts, none of us know what's going to happen. And it's been incredible to see that kid last week. He was uh, exactly what Iowa State needs, a dual-threat guy who – you know, you think about how weak that offensive line is right now. He suits that offense much better than does uh, Zeb Nolan or even Kyle Kemp, for that matter. So I-, I didn't expect that, but I was very impressed by him. You know, it's been such an odd, clunky season for Iowa State, starting with the rain out in Game 1 against South Dakota State, back-to-back games with Iowa and Oklahoma, and then what's happened since then. This Iowa State team, though, with a win this week, Certainly can completely change, just not the front half of the schedule, but what they have in the back half with Texas Tech, Kansas, Baylor, K-State, and Incarnate Word at the end, we, with the win here, suddenly could be talking about a pretty special Iowa State football year. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, it's just been a weird season since that opener was canceled. Trent, you think, all right, you're going to start off 1-0, tune up for the Iowa game. It doesn't happen. And 
kind of threw the season off. I mean, you and I have talked about this. It was it was a weird start, a clunky start, as you said. But, yeah, I mean, you know, we knew the front half was going to be tough between the rivalry game against Iowa and then, of course, you're playing the two teams in the Big 12 championship as your first two Big 12 games. That's not easy, um, especially when you're using your backup quarterback to do it. So, you know, I, I, I don't know how much gambling you get into, but I'll tell you what, the easiest bet on the board to me last week was the Iowa State plus 10.5 points just mm-hmm. because, I knew that Matt Campbell was not going to let this thing spiral out of, out of control, and that could have very well happened had they lost that game. I'm not going to sit here and say I predicted an outright win. I didn't, but I knew that this was an Iowa State team that hadn't lost by double digits in two years, and I didn't think it was going to happen last week. But I also can't say I saw Brock Purdy coming. You no, know, I, I don't think anybody had that at the forefront of their plans. Well, it's West Virginia this week. Mountaineers undefeated. The game against NC State, though, the road game in Week 3, that was canceled, NC State also undefeated. Something certainly would be different between those two if that game got in. But tell us a little bit more about the Mountaineers, what you've seen out of them. And we know the offense is good with Will, Will Greer and that host of receivers that he has, Jennings, Sills, and company. Tell us a little bit more about the defensive side of the ball and the strides they made over there. Yeah, they, they, um, they took a big leap from last year. This team was horrible last season defensively. And they were really good two years ago in 2016 when they won 10 games with Skylar Howard at quarterback, a guy who, you know, if you win 10 games with Skylar Howard at quarterback, something's going right. And that's because the defense was a ball hawking defense last year or two years ago. And they're starting to get back to more of that this year. But it's really the speed that they have that kind of reminds me of what TCU has on defense. Just maybe not the biggest guys in the world, but, uh, I mean, Ohio State said that TCU is the fastest team they've seen on that side of the ball. And I think West Virginia is very similar, kind of a, a watered-down version of, of that for TCU. So that's been impressive. And that's all you need when you have that offense. But I'll tell you what, Will Greer threw three interceptions in the red zone last week against Kansas. And we know Iowa State um, can force turnovers. That's partially how that defense operates. And there's no reason to believe that uh, if Iowa State gets a couple of big turnovers this week, they're going to be in business against West Virginia. So uh, I will ask you the most cliched question in Big 12 football. Is Texas back? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how. I, I know people want to sit here and say no because it's, it's a popular thing to say. And nobody, you know, a lot of people hate Texas and don't want Texas to be back. But they've won three top 25 games this year. I mean, how many other teams, not just in the Big 12, but in America can say that? Certainly none other, none other in the Big 12. Um, and, yeah, that clunker against Maryland was bad. But since then, they've ripped off five straight wins in impressive fashion against really good opponents. You know, this was not the 2015 Red River rivalry when Texas beat Oklahoma. But in that one, Texas was 1-4, and four, I believe it was, going into that game. Uh, this is totally different. It feels totally different. That being said, Tom Herman plays up to competition, and he plays down to competition. So the key now for Texas is not having a letdown against Baylor this week. And, you know... If they want to get in the college football playoff, they have no choice but to win out because of that Maryland game. But even if they want to be in the Big 12 championship, they're in the driver's seat, but they can't let up, and that's something that Tom Herman's teams have done in the past. You know, this conference as a whole, three teams now ranked at least near the top ten, West Virginia 6, Texas 9, and Oklahoma at 11, but then nobody else showing up in the rankings. In many ways, though, that can be a good thing as it pertains to getting into the college football playoff. Where would you put it? You, you talked about odds a little bit earlier. Give us a percentage. Give us odds. A Big 12 conference team is in the college football playoff. 
Oh, boy. I don't think very good. I, I, I really don't. Uh, 20. I, I just I don't like the odds. I mean, uh, OU, something just – for the last couple of weeks, something hasn't felt right, and then it really blew up in their faces with the whole Mike Stoops thing this past week. Mm-hmm. And I like Kyler Murray, and I like the offense a whole lot. But OU has to now run the table, which means win the rest of their games, obviously, beat West Virginia the final week of the season, and then beat someone in the Big 12 championship game. Could that be West Virginia or uh, Texas again? I don't know, but that's that's pretty tough. and. Something about this OU team just doesn't feel like it's capable of doing that. I mentioned Tom Herman and the fact that, you know, he has had a lot of letdown games over his career after having big wins. And then you have West Virginia. And West Virginia has had a very easy schedule so far. I mean, they played the two Kansas schools, um, and they missed the NC State game. So you have a hard time convincing me that this team has really played its toughest competition to date. It hasn't. The final month, West Virginia plays Texas, TCU, and Oklahoma. That's difficult three games in four weeks. So um, I, I don't think West Virginia gets in unless they go undefeated. Uh, so it's going to be very difficult for the Big 12 to do it this year. If you're going to have a one-loss champion for the Big 12, it's got to be a blue blood like Texas or Oklahoma, and neither team at this point can have a setback because they each have one loss. Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports, joining us. We're talking Big 12 football here on 1700. Pete you mentioned Mike Stoops and his firing after giving up 500 yards to Texas in the game Saturday. Stoops, an Iowa guy, played at the University of Iowa. I know there were some hurt feelings about, oh, is this the way we really want college sports? I've continued to argue this is not some new phenomenon. This has been happening for a long, long time. It might be college athletics, but this is big boy sports. It shouldn't come as a surprise. Why was there more backlash, at least than I was anticipating, here in Big Ten, Big 12 territory to this firing? Well, uh, I mean, backfire from who, Trent? Media, fans? A little bit of both. Uh, a little bit on both sides of it. Well, I, I don't know. I, I think that fans and, and some of the media members have relationships, at least the media members, some of them have personal relationships with Mike Stoops, so maybe that's what's going on. And, mm-hmm. and fans have um, a tie-in to just the Stoops family. And for Mike Stoops, two different stints there. I get it, you're emotionally attached, but if this guy's last name was Smith, uh, they would have they run him out of town two years ago. So I, I don't know, I think that it's just fans getting emotional, media members having relationships with the guy, and I can respect that, I, I understand that, but at the same time, uh, you're right. I mean, this is, uh, this is multi-million dollar athletics here. This is not peewee football, and Mike Stoops was frankly employed at least a season too long, if not two seasons too long. So it was time uh, it was ugly and how it went down. It didn't need to go down this way, but this is partially what happens when you know a guy sticks around too long and you don't have the uh, cojones to, to make a move when you're supposed to. And this is the ugliness that you have to deal with. So OU kind of uh, buried themselves here, and it's hard to, to really feel bad for how this played out because they have nobody to blame but themselves. Pete, we'll let you go as uh, we talk college football and the Big 12 in particular with Pete Mundo. Uh, before you go, though, tell us a little bit more what you guys have cooking over at Heartland College Sports. Yeah, we just uh, previews every week on the site. You know, we already got our TCU-Texas Tech preview up because that game is tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a uh, prediction there, we also are doing picks against the spread, if that's your thing. We got it all going on uh, at heartlandcollegesports.com, op-eds, the podcast. You were actually on the podcast this week, Trent, so people can hear more of Trent. <laughs> if you can't get enough of the guy, yeah. you can get more Trent on our podcast on iTunes, um, Stitcher, and Google Play. So you just search Heartland College Sports, and it'll be up there. 
Uh, just what people are clamoring for, clamoring for more Trent Con and just what they need in their lives. Pete, thank you as always. Trent, we all need it. Thanks, man. <laughs> we'll see you, Pete Mundo. Joining us, give him a follow on Twitter at Pete Mundo and Heartland College Sports at Heartland underscore CS on Twitter. We get the break. One hour in the books. One more to go. Talking baseball. Let's preview the championship series. We'll do it next with the in Castleberry. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom! Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you are selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. This report is sponsored by Staples. During Staples printing events, you'll find low prices on a huge selection of ink, toner, and printers. Right now at Staples, buy one HP ink and get a second 30% off so you can stock up and save. And 1013 restrictions may apply. See store or staples.com slash ink savings for details. Staples. 
Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com. Approvedbyjoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com.